This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is sponsored by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today. Fans, founders, and insiders like you help keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going. And we thank you for your support. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. This is our five-year anniversary episode. I am your co-host, Dana. Amy, your host, is behind the camera this morning, and we want to welcome you to our five-year anniversary episode. For this episode, we have returned to Cigar City. That's right. We're back in Tampa, Florida, and we're back at the race that started it all, the Tampa Beer Run. It's a beautiful, partly cloudy morning here in Al Lopez Park, just about a mile down the road from Raymond James Stadium. And this morning, we're going to be doing a 5K park run, two loops around, and every three quarters of a mile, we get a beer tasting of local Florida beer. So come along with us as we celebrate five years of the show and we bring you back to where it all began. Let's go. Oh, I'm sorry, are you recording? Yes. <laughs> Here we are at the start of the Tampa Beer Run 2022. Look, check out the crowd. What draws a crowd? Come on, it's beer. So we're at the start, it's a little bit after nine. We're set to go off about 9.15. The, the registration process was in some of the shelters here at Al Lopez Park. It was really, really well manned and you never really had to wait in a line. You just had to show your ID to get your, I'm legit to have the beer at the beer stop. That means you're 21. That means you're 21. And then we got and the VIP package that right means there. You're a VIP. VIP, and we had to celebrate. I mean, it's our fifth anniversary, oh, let's, so. Let's show off the beer skirt, I love it. So, we, we're decked out in the beer skirt, yes. We're decked out in the beer version of our logo provided by our friends Pam and Ariel at Pure Creative Apparel. And we didn't have that five years ago. So, of course we had to get the VIP package so that we can really celebrate at, I mean, a, a kick-ass after party. We could bleep that out, right? I don't, you know, I mean, come on. So they'll start us and we'll go for a little while and then we'll have beer. And it, it's like they're keeping us in suspense. When we first did this race, we got an email that showed us what beer we were going to have at each stop. This year, who knows what Florida beers are going to be there to quench our thirst. Florida beer is pretty strong though, so I can't wait to get to those beer stops and taste those flavors and then get to that fantastic after party. And this race, does it come with a medal? No, it comes with something better, a pint glass. Yes, 
That is right. A pint glass is your medal for this so that you can enjoy some beer at home and think back to an incredible 5K at Alopez Park in Tampa. And we're just gonna have a great time together. So let's go celebrate five years of the show. Benefiting the Humane Society of Tampa. Please thank your volunteers, the beer people pouring your beer today, and the people at the airport party pouring your beer. Uh, just make sure when you leave today that you grab a glass. Uh, if you're VIP, you get two glasses, three glasses total actually for VIP. Um, all your beers at the airport party will be served in a plastic cup. The park does not allow you to drink out of glass, so just make sure you're drinking out of a plastic cup and don't pour your beer into your glass. Uh, I'm going to go up here. We're going to get this race started in just a couple of minutes after I make my announcements down the way. Thank you all. Thank Okay, in most races, you don't want to see a bottleneck. However, at this race, this is exactly the type of bottleneck that you want to see. Because here- That's Where the beer is. Is the beer. Do we know what the uh, first beer on the course is yet, hun? There was no sign, so we are we are going to be totally surprised here. And what are you hoping for? Are you hoping for Pilsner? Lager, stout. What are you hoping for? Pilsner, lager, ale. Not a stout. Maybe not something super little, dark. Little, little right. warm for that this morning. Yeah, yeah. A little. IPA, IPA, IPA. We may have a copper tail <gasps> tap handle. Really? Here for the beer. Get that shot. Oh, yes. Ooh. It is Coppertail Free Dive. Free Dive. Cheers. Cheers to Free Dive, which was one of the original beers that we had on the course. Mm -hmm. Isn't that correct? Do I remember correctly? Yes, uh, I do. Do you? Well, uh, Mike, you know what the question is? Can you taste, Can the, you taste IPA? the IPA in this? That's for you. <laughs> now I can tell you, you can taste the hops. Look at that. You have That's grown as a podcaster and a beer connoisseur. Oh my gosh. Cheers to five years and what it'll do for you. Coppertail. It is a hoppier one, but you know what? Flavor-wise... Hoppy, uh, slightly carbonated. It's not. It's not really. Mm -mm. But it's very. But that could be the delivery vehicle, also. Like. It, yeah, it could be the way that they're having to do it. Like they have a keg set up, and then that keg is piped through ice. So maybe it's less lesser of a carbonated than it would be if you were having it out of a can. Yeah. Um, Grapefruit pith is kind of the, the, the predominant flavor. Yeah, I would, I would it's like the this. rind of fruit. Yeah. 
yeah, it's like that. And listen, I tasted the notes of the IPA rather than the IPA-ness. And that's for you. Okay. I think everybody should get their heads out of the gutter. On to the next stop. Yes. We have another <laughs> bottleneck, but it's right over here by the warning really alligator sign. Hey, how you doing? Thank you for being here. Well, thank you all. Ooh, Ooh. three daughters, beach blonde ale. Love that. I have the right I'm hair safety. for this. I have it for you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you all. <laughs> yes. Coming to a podcast near you. <laughs> okay. For you? Oh, for me. Cheers. Cheers. Three daughters, beach blonde ale. It's a new one on the course, huh? I don't remember. Mm hmm. It's not one we had in the original running of the race. Okay. So, and I think I, we might have had three daughters before, but I don't think, it may be brand new to the course. I like it, it's refreshing. Yeah. A little bit more carbonated than the copper tail. Not bitter at all. Um, Light body. Very refreshing. It's got a nice bready mm -hmm. kind of thing. It is bready, I don't get a, so much citrus. No. On this. And this has just a tiny bit of bitterness on the end. Yeah, but it's really slight. It's not like. Not bad. Like the one that lingers from the first stop. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit. And Three Daughters is a brewery that's local in St. Pete. Pete. They are big supporters of the uh, St. Pete Run Fest. So it's, yeah, we can't wait to get to that brewery and that race series. Three Daughters for the win. Congestion on the course, you know what that means. It's time for beer. We're coming up on another stop. Yes. Any do thoughts on what it might be? Do you feel the pull of I, the beer? I do. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. It's I pulling do. us closer. Closer still. <laughs> no. Well, we'll find out. We will indeed. Yeah. I love the setup that they have. The beer is Crescent Lake Pilsner from. Flying Boat Brewery in St. Pete. Ooh. Ooh, very nice. Flying Boat. Yes. That was okay. one from last year. Nice. Okay. I have yours. You have mine. Yeah. We have a Pilsner. Yes. Okay. All don't, right. don't, no, don't drop your beer. Mm -mm. Don't spill it because you know how we feel about a Pilsner. It's a little bit heavier than the Three Daughters offering. A little bit heavier, and heavier than some Pilsners we've had in the past. I would agree. It's got a bready thing, but there's also almost, almost a Belgian thing going on here. Yeah, it's not as bitter, but heavier body. So Flying Boat is one that we've had on the course in, in previous 
Oh, oh no, we're doing video. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> That's what I love about these races is that people are always so helpful and ready to take pictures for each other, ready to toast beer with each other. There's no pressure. This this race is one I am so glad that we started with. We started with a different charity. We started with my hope chest to help women with reconstructive surgery after fighting breast cancer. The last couple of years, we've had a charity of the uh, the Humane Society here in town. And you see dogs all along the course. You know that all of the post-race beer sales are going to help the Humane Society. And we love dogs. Dogs and beer, this is a perfect race to help celebrate our fifth anniversary. Oh my God, can we do it? You made it just in time. Wow. Just in time, how about that? Yay! I feel like it's a finish line. Not really. <laughs> Look. It's very exciting. It, it seems familiar. Yay! But very pleasant. So thank, thank you, you all so much. Thank you. We love dogs and beer, so. <laughs> so what happens is typically, you know, <laughs> if they've still got beer, they keep this going until the last of the runners come around. Yeah. It's less for them to have to carry back. Yeah, it's nice to see some of the breweries that we had in year one still here. And the volunteers and uh, police officers have been so nice. So nice here. This is the way to do a race. No pressure, beer, party atmosphere, and a great, great organization to support. All right. It's mile three. We're heading to the finish. Jump up, jump up, and get down. <laughs> we are. That's the after party in the background. Yes. The beer is calling us. We've had excellent beers from excellent Florida breweries. We're very lucky to be in an enclosed park with the availability of rideshare services so we can indulge and explore the beer offerings and enjoy. And we're supporting a great cause. Mile three had a bonus beer stop and a new offering from Flying Boat. So we've had great beer. We've supported a great cause. We've missed, we have just completed, or we are about to complete a 5K so that we have escaped the rain that is typical of hot Florida summers. And it looks like it's coming. It's it got, coming. It went from partly cloudy to completely overcast. And, and usually, the temperatures dropped like seven degrees. Right. And usually we expect that at, you know, three-ish in the afternoon in the summer, but we're okay. We made it. 
we're going to get our medal, which is our glass. Woo! Woo! To glory! To glory! See? You got runners out here encouraging you. And here's the finish line. And here Woo! we go, finish line, baby. Ah! Yay! <laughs> this race, not, not the biggest we've ever done, but it's the most sentimentally satisfying that we've ever done. And I can't wait to go celebrate at the after party. Let's walk over to the after party. Let's see yeah. what's here. Yeah. Whenever we're in Tampa, Cigar City, the city that I was born and raised in, we love coming to the Columbia Restaurant here in historic Ybor City. This is their original location that first opened in 1905, and the same family is still doing it right over 117 years later. Let's go check it out. You know you're going to have to talk about yours because... It has the shrimp. Okay, well, you first. Okay, it's the, uh, it's the 1905 salad. It's famous. There is magic in this dressing with the Worcestershire. Worcestershire sauce. What's this here sauce? Whatever. You know what I'm saying to you. There's, I mean, the tomatoes are beautifully ripe. There is Swiss and Romano cheese. Uh -uh. Ham. Ham. I'm sorry. My mouth is watering. As we talk about this, there are green olives, which I used to eat as a kid, and now I just can't get enough. And it's just, and there's garlic in this dressing. It's, I mean, uh, you could cook this, as the intrepid cameraman says, this dressing on a car bumper on a spare tire and it would be amazing. Oh. Iceberg lettuce. It's so fresh. The ham is salty. The olives add a brininess. The tomatoes add a slight sweetness. This this salad. Um. Made fresh table side. I mean, you cannot go wrong. It's the best salad. And I, 
Ever. What does the Worcestershire do for you? It's just, I mean, it's not that it adds anything unusual, but it's like an umami kind of thing. Like, a, like an undertone. Yeah, like it punches up all the other flavors of the garlic and the oil and, and just the lemon and it just get it in my mouth. It's so good. And you rarely say that about a salad. This is true. You know? I mean, and if we say it, we say it a lot about certain Caesar salads, like the one at Booyah uh, Gastro Bar, the, the, the kale Caesar that we had. That's great. It has that anchovy umami. This has the, the Worcestershire. Oh, okay. That, you know what? That's actually a really good comparison. Yeah. yeah. And I just, it's, these are, it's, it's a perfect combination of flavors. It, it tastes like wonderful familial memories and more. Love it. Okay, you're looking very happily at the menu and at what just landed in front of you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not looking at the camera. You started recording. I'm just imagining the way that our appetizer, which has arrived at our table at the Columbia, the historic location in Ybor City, the Ybor City Devil Crab Croquettes. It's, they say, a simple croquette made from seasoned cooked blue crab meat, paprika, and garlic, then breaded with Cuban breadcrumbs, yeah, uh, Cuban breadcrumbs, and then fried. These two crab croquettes are always served with a side of Columbia hot sauce. Gotta love it. And, uh, of course, lemon, which you know how that makes my heart very happy. Look at the breadcrumbs and the meat inside. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. I should talk and share my love and enjoyment of this. It's got a spice to it. The meat is tender, not overly fishy, and it's just, it's, the meat is so flaky inside, and just... I wanna show everybody. It's so soft. It's almost all crab. I mean, you're getting yeah. so much crab meat in this thing. It's it's warm. The spice is warm. The the breadcrumbs are just. It's different than say like a cracker meal or um, panko. Panko or because it's Cuban bread. It's. The spice is very flavorful, but mild to me. I yeah, mean, it's, not... it's warming. It doesn't overpower the meat or the breadcrumb. And the, the, the hot sauce and the lemon just pick up kind of the crab flavor, which is mild. Like I said, not overly fishy, because you know when something is seafood, if it's overly fishy. Yeah, if, you're, if your seafood tastes fishy, you may yeah, have a problem. This is, it's not. It's just. And this is just 
a wonderful, it's, it's wonderful taste of Florida and just amazing. Here at the Columbia, I highly recommend, highly, don't know how I could say it with any more praise, the Devil Crab Croquettes. They're delicious. Cheers. Cheers. What do we have here? This is a cup of comfort, as I like to call it. Um, this dish is something that is very near and dear to my heart. Oh. I first had this here when I was a very young child, and this is the Spanish bean soup here at the Columbia Restaurant in historic Ybor City. Spanish bean soup is a combination of garbanzo beans, potatoes, ham, chorizo, Look at that. onion, and mm. spices. And the spice that you primarily get off of this is going to be like a smoked paprika. So you have the most insanely rich broth Salty, meaty, uh, very uh, ham or pork forward, and then you get the the s not so subtle spice from the chorizo that they use in the cooking process. That's actually what's causing the. You're seeing a little bit of like what looks like like an orange orange oil on top. That's the fat that's rendered out of the chorizo, and. You get these wonderful uh, golden potatoes in the soup that are just creamy, firm but creamy. But the, the thing you come for are the Spanish beans themselves. The garbanzos are tender, just so full of flavor, so uh, satisfying. And you can do a cup like this or a bowl. Mm. And we're, uh, since we're opting for like a soup and salad combination, the cup is plenty. But on a day like today, I mean, we're, we're here in, in Southwest Florida and it's, it's been a, or I'm sorry, Central Florida. Huh? It's, it's been a bit of a soaker today. Yeah. So uh, we lucked out getting in, not being too soaked in the process, but this will warm us up. It warms really, really the well. soul. What do you think of it? I love it. Why don't you? Let me take this and flip this camera around. It's it's spicy, you're right, but it's not too spicy. And I mean, when I when I think of garbanzo beans, I think of hummus. But in this soup, they are filling and just they offer such body to the the soup itself. Mm. Oh, and you can taste the ham in the broth. It's so good. Just, and I really, I like the celery and the bite it adds. Mm -hmm. It's, yeah, I really, I just like, see, it's just, and the potato. Oh, just so good. So comforting. Mm. 
This is the way to spend a wonderful evening in Ybor City, in the Tampa area. It's a rainy day, but we have a bowl full of comfort. Mm. And dessert has arrived. We got a traditional flan. Look at this. Oh my God. Perfect vanilla egg custard. Let's see. I'll, I'll, Come on. We'll transition into the dessert portion here. Yes. Come on and try it. And this is going to be what I wanted. I can tell. Look at the way. Look at the smoothness in there. There are no, yes. there are no bubbles and nothing to indicate that, the, that they overcook the eggs, which means they don't like scrambled eggs. You love it. Perfect vanilla and the, the light caramel sauce that's on top. Oh my God. Is right up your alley. Yes. So for those that like vanilla, butterscotch, caramel, this is, yeah, this is. Oh my God. The perfect dessert. The perfect dessert pours at the Columbia in Ybor City to celebrate five years. What a great way to, to finish out an amazing meal with classics, timeless classics, flan and espresso. Can't go wrong. Wonderful. Let's enjoy. When you're in Tampa Bay, the city known as Cigar City, you kind of have to come to the brewery known as Cigar City. That's right, we're here at Cigar City Brewing in Tampa, Florida. This is the very first brewery that we featured on the Run, Eat, Drink podcast five years ago. And since that time, they've done some upgrades, not only to the signage, but also to the brewery itself and their menu. So we're gonna head on inside and check out some of their new offerings in terms of the brews they're making and the food to go along with it. Let's go. When you come to a brewery that has a plethora of offerings, sometimes it's too hard to choose just one. So of course. the best way to go is with a flight. And that's what I've done here. Check this out. I love this presentation. They got these nice little boards. Of course, you see that a lot, but I like this little addition. You take your, your thing that you write your selections on and they put it right in there to display it so that you can reference what it is you're drinking. And I selected four very different beers that I'm not sure how these styles are going to go. The first one that I got is something called their High Voltage. Now one thing we noticed oh, no. around here. High Voltage with a B. Right, that's what I said. <laughs> Didn't I? Yes, you did. Okay. I was I... just making sure. Okay that people really heard it's not voltage, but it's voltage. Yeah, and they don't have it on their written menu here, but this is an IPA that clocks in at 6.5% ABV, and the reason that this is a specialty beer is that they are the official craft beer partner for the Tampa Bay Lightning, and this is the beer that they make for them. So go bolt. Go bolt is kind of a big deal given that they just won the Stanley Cup last night. So did well they're in the playoffs. They won their game. They won their game. They won their game. So, so they're off to the races, yes. Yeah. So check this out. You know, this is a nice 
light golden color with a little bit of haze to it. And here comes another flight for Amy. Yes. We'll talk about that in a minute. Thank you, sir. Most definitely. Um, okay, so this is high voltage, and it's high it's, voltage, it's, six and a half percent ABV. A cloudy golden, mm -hmm. uh, like like yellow golden color. Yeah. A little bit of citrus on the nose, like mm. um, like grapefruit. Very light body. Mm. Very light carbonation. Not a lot of hoppiness to this. Really? Yeah, this is a citrusy IPA. So we'll like this. Um, Mama will like this. Mama will like this, and <laughs> this is dangerous because uh, light body, easy drinking, not a lot of hoppiness, six and a half percent. So that one, does it list the IBU on their menu? Uh, let me see if I can see from over here. There's no IBU listed. Okay. So, but it's not a not a bitter beer at all. Okay. Very nice. Very very nice. Mm. So high voltage. High voltage. Highly recommend. Indeed. What better place to celebrate our fifth anniversary as a podcast, as a show, than to come back to where it all began. This place has expanded. They are a flagship of the Tampa area, and it is Cigar City. So why not come to Cigar City Brewing? And just like our first episode, I couldn't decide. So of course I got a flight, and their flights come in fours. The first in my flight is called Frostproof. I was feeling like it would make me feel cooler in this hot Florida summer weather. So Frostproof is a Belgian-style white ale, 6% ABV, and 18 IBU. Oh, that should be good. That's going to be their version so, of something like a... Like a wit, like, like a, a wit. wizard wit, mm -hmm. which is why it caught my eye. And we, we love barrel monks from the other coast. So I am going to give Frostproof. See if it makes me Frostproof. <laughs> it's, um, Beautiful it's a, color. It's a light yellow. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I don't know. I can't... I don't, I don't get a whole lot on the nose except for re like refreshing, like cool. Okay. And I don't know if that's just the name, but there's a slight hoppiness. It's refreshing. It's a medium carbonation. Are you getting any like orange or coriander type notes or? I just get a bitterness that lingers on the back of my throat. Um, not a strong orange, maybe like the pith. Okay. In that bitterness that lingers. Um, and maybe it's essence of coriander. So it's similar. And thank you. You're welcome. The real hot to become Okay. Food just arrived. Food has just arrived, and we can't wait to try it because they didn't have food when we were here five years ago. So. Um, so happy to see the expansion. I would say Frostproof, it is a great Belgian style white ale 
with just a hint more bitterness than, say, the, the wizard wit that I kind of base this choice off of. It's a great way to kick off the flight at a, a, a lower bitterness, but a little bit higher ABP. So, Cigar City, you're getting it right. Cooling us off with the frost proof. Cheers. I'm having this amazing flight here at Cigar City Brewing, and one of my selections is a style of beer that I enjoy very much, which is English-style pub ale, which tends to be a lighter body, um, a little deeper color a yeah. lot of times, and, and, and a maltier flavor with not a lot of bitterness. That's my experience. One of my favorites you can get commercially darn near everywhere is Boddington's Pub Ale. True. This is their version of an English style pub ale called Flagnor Fail, but today they're offering it on nitro, Ooh. which means that beautiful creamy head there and typically a creamier mouthfeel for the whole beer. The specs on this are English style pub ale, 4.7% ABV, 31 IBU. So, so let's not see. too bitter. Not shouldn't be. Okay. Not much on the nose. Maybe a little bit of a little bit of maltiness. A lot of the time, I find that a bready beer doesn't offer much on the nose. True. Yeah. And that is exactly the the case here. This is a liquid biscuit. Is it? This is phenomenal. Ooh. Phenomenal. Um, very smooth, I imagine. Very incredibly smooth. You look at that perfectly clear. Nice dark, almost amber color. Uh, great lacing on the glass. I mean, this is, mm. yeah, that is. That's a great burger beer right there. Um, or you know, do something like a nice fish sandwich or. Uh, Would it go with a Cuban? Oh yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, we're in Tampa. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and since they have a full kitchen here, you can get some Cuban-influenced food here or some traditional pub grub. So mm. you can't go wrong. That beer, absolutely fantastic. I would like to try this on uh, car regular carbonation and see. But uh, yeah, flag nor fail. It didn't fail. Success. I've saved the heaviest hitter in my flight for last, and I think that's right. I don't know, I'd have to go back and I'd have to watch the the flight that I had at the beginning of the show, but it just shows how much we have come to learn about beer and what, from brewers like the ones here at Scar City and Southern Swells and Engine 15 and uh, Big Storm, Midnight Sun. Midnight Sun, and just so we've learned so much from sampling so many great beers, of course responsibly, but. <laughs> so uh, this last one is, uh, we have learned in the past to go from lowest ABV or lightest style to darkest or heaviest. So this one in my flight, this last one from here at Cigar City as we celebrate our fifth anniversary. Sacred Ceremonies. And the name got me. Nothing else about it. It's the name because 
this episode that we are recreating is kind of like a sacred ceremony in celebration of our fifth anniversary. I so, love that. That's great. That is why I got it. So cheers to Cigar City for having it and named it that way. Uh, this is a barrel-aged beer. Okay. You know how we feel about that. Uh, it's cognac barrel-aged American-style barley wine. And a lot of barley wine is sometimes bitter or too strong to alcoholic in yes. flavor, so I'll be interested to try. I think they're going to do it right here, personally. Barley wine's an interesting style. You can yeah. get, it, it kind of runs the gamut of like flavor profiles. Sometimes really sweet, sometimes just really boozy yeah. in flavor. So this one comes in at 14.5% ABV. Wow. So it is the highest in the flight, and I've saved it for last. Which I believe is it's the highest on the menu also. It might be. Well, you know, go go big, go broke. It's the fifth <laughs> anniversary. What are you going to do? Exactly. are going to celebrate, but it's a uh, 51 IBU. Ooh. 51, so maybe it's the highest in... That might be the highest IBU. bitterness that we've sampled here. Of, of both of our flights. And it could be all. I don't yeah. know. But um, Look at it's that. super thick body, or in color, that's the way it comes off. I don't know how the body will be, because I haven't tried it yet, but it's Look at that. It's really dark, not see-through at all. Very little light getting through there. How's the smell? Okay, it smells boozy. Wow. It, it does, it smells the boozy. The face but, you're making. But that is to be expected. With a barley 14 wine. 14 and a barley wine. Yeah. Um, it's just, it, it smells like a lot of the ones that we've got at, say, Orpheus, another big one that we have loved on the show in Atlanta, Orpheus Brewery. Great Atlanta Brewery, mm -hmm. they specialize in barrel-aged stouts. Yes, super high ABV, even higher than 14 oh, yeah. and a half, like here, but this is, I mean, I think it's got that some... boozy and brown sugary kind of aroma. Yeah. That is very characteristic of where, where we would get yeah. it there. So, see how far we've come. We're not tasting the IPA-ness. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say that. That's terrible. I should say, see how far we've come. We're not tasting the IPA in this. Okay? Okay. Yeah. We're not tasting IPA. This is a barley wine of 14.5% brown sugar and boozy and cheers. It's like a dessert. It's like a boozy dessert. Uh, it's like brown sugar booze. Okay. That's the best that I can say. How's the, the body? Is it thick? Is it light? It's not super thick. It's not syrupy, but I would say it's a little bit heavier than, say, their Maduro, which is just, I mean, sippable, easy drinking, won't fill you up. This, I think, it would be a slow sipper and uh, to have as a dessert, as a culmination of a meal, something like that. Good call. Uh, but I love it. I love it for the name. I love it for the brown sugary quality, and it's not super bitter and not 100% booze in the flavor. So cheers to the barrel-aged beer called Sacred Ceremonies as we cap off our fifth anniversary celebration of the Runny Drink Podcast. We couldn't do it without all of you supporting us and coming with us as we accomplish, explore, and indulge with you. So cheers in this sacred ceremony. 
to Cigar City Brewing, where it all began in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida. Cheers to all of you in the Runcation Nation who have supported us over the last five years. We love you. Here's to the next year and what it brings with all of you. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.